They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. This is They're Coming to Get You. I'm one of your hosts, Brent Terhune, and I'm joined by Gavin Eddings. Brent, what is going on, my friend? I'm standing here in my tuxedo. You're in your uh, bride outfit. That's how this is going to work out. I've got my blackest lipstick on. <laughs> I have I have some I have uh, markered a mole onto my face <laughs> and it is time to become the bride of Chucky to my ginger friend, Brent Terhune. It was the blackest lipstick <laughs> the darkest the, mole the devil's lipstick <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right uh, this episode we're talking about the bride of chucky this is our uh, first time diving into the chucky series which i'm very excited about and also uh, i was looking back at our past episodes because that's how many it's been gavin and i was thinking have we done a sequel i think this is our first sequel that we've done have we not done any other sequels i don't think so because we you know we designed the the first season lead to be some big heavy hitters, but yes. I think this this was our first, and we chose the fourth installment. So. <laughs> and we chose the heavy hitters for the first season, and honestly, it has been downhill since then. That's true. We've it done is just, stuff like uh, House of One Thousand Corpses. We did a Monsters episode, which yeah. I know y'all ran out and watched. I know <laughs> you did. I know. But yeah, this is I, I believe. Yeah, this is our first. Well, we did talk about the Halloween movies. That's true. We, we, we did, did the, Halloween. We did like three Halloween sequels. Yeah, but those feel different. Those um, feel like their own thing. And we did talk about Terrifier. So yes, but not the like, second one. Not so, yet. But ter- but but it is like Terrifier is a sequel to All Hallows. So I guess Whatever. our our theory is falling <laughs> apart. We're lying to you right now. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, and I've had uh, several people come out to live shows and afterwards you say, uh, hey, you've been listening to the coming to get you that always uh, that feels good. You know how to make a motherfucker feel good. Yeah. And uh, I'm seeing some of the reviews and what I love seeing the reviews are people saying, hey, I love that Brent to your hewn. Also, <laughs> Gavin is pretty OK. Yeah. I'm like, yes, you don't actively <laughs> hate me. And whoever said that I sound like Gene from Bob's Burgers. That makes my heart smile so much because I love Bob's Burgers and I've heard that before that I sound like Gene. This is who I am now. So <laughs> I love when people call me out on that. It's just it, it's my favorite thing. I would love to meet Eugene Merman someday. Uh, and and maybe this episode a little bit more because I know you're we talked off mic. You're a little nasally this episode. So that I'm, only a adds. Nas- I'm a little nasally. Uh, it's not the covid. It's you got just- the big K over here. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta lick the big K. Gotta get <laughs> rid of it. But I'm a little nasally, so if I sound different or a little more like Gene this week, uh, I'm okay mm-hmm. as of this recording. I don't know what's gonna happen to you by, by the time this comes out. Cut to next week. Uh, we got some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know how you like Gavin. Well, we now have a new co-host. Yeah, give it up. Uh, so uh, Gav, I think uh, I don't. Uh, would, would you say this was your pick that we were gonna cover, The Bride of Chucky? I think so, because we need to cover a Chucky movie because we had not covered anything in the child's play universe. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things in the entire world right now is the Chucky TV series. It is by far one of my best horror related things. I didn't think it was going to work as a TV series, but it is so good. I love the characters. I love how funny it is. I love how they keep exploring the mythos. And what's great about the child's play series is it keeps the same timeline 
the entire time. There was mm-hmm. that remake in like 2018, 2019. Child's Play, yeah. Yeah, but that's like its own thing. But the main Chucky continuity is still there from Child's Play 1 up to Chucky Season 2. And I love that it does callbacks. It's got all these cool characters. And the Chucky movies really took a big turn in Bride of Chucky because you you get the first three that were more straight slasher main horror movies. And we we discussed covering Child's Play 2 instead of Bride of Chucky because I I love that one. That is my favorite Chucky movie. Yeah, I think so, mine too. But you and I both agreed that Bride of Chucky would probably be more like the fun one to cover. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's the fun one and uh, maybe the I don't know, the most accessible. It's because it's if like if I watched this the first time and I was uh, it's kind of an eye rolling movie if you're expecting just straight horror. Yeah, this is this is fun. Uh, you know, a, a half bride or a bride of Frankenstein movie, you know. So Stephanie had never seen any of the Chucky movies mm-hmm. and we actually last Halloween, she's like, well, let's watch a Chucky movie. And we pick Bride of Chucky because mm-hmm. it's like, it gives you enough backstory. You don't need to know a lot about the Awe, the Dewey's and the Dambalas. <laughs> it just throws you right in. And it's funny. It's a funny Chucky movie. Mm-hmm. And the and other I- ones had like, and the other ones had some zingers in it, but this is more horror comedy because we're in a post scream world by this point. So yeah. I think it has to be meta and very funny. Uh, would it, and- just speaking about the franchise in general, I think maybe we talked on the Scream episode that we maybe we both agreed that from front to back, the Scream franchise is probably the most solid without actually having a reboot or a requel or anything like that. But this this recent one was kind of a requel, but it's kind yeah. of the same storyline. But yeah. I think Chucky has been longer running, probably not as good continuity wise uh, compared to Scream, but still. Uh, I think most other franchises has have kind of rebooted or what, you know, made separate timelines. Like if anybody on the street can tell me which Texas Chainsaw Massacre timeline we're currently in, I will give you $20. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre is all over the place. Halloween, which we've covered on this podcast, is all over the damn place. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Do you want one with a spooky mask? Which company? Or do you want one that doesn't have Jamie Lee Curtis in it? Which one do you want? But for Chucky to have the same continuity for 30 years is incredible. And to still be building on that 30 years later. And I think what helps Child's Play in this series is that Don Mancini, the creator, has been involved with every installment. He's written all of them, with the exception of the Chucky TV series, which he oversees. But he does have writers for that. Yeah, at a certain, I don't know how old that guy is now, but at a certain point, uh, maybe get some new uh, new eyeballs in there and and also be the guy that's like, no, don't say that, you know? Yeah, but I truly love this series, and Bride of Chucky really did, the, the Chucky brand had gotten very stale after Child's Play 3, because that is not a good movie, but they needed another sequel so quickly. So we wrote the movie about them going to a military academy, Andy Barkley being a little bit older, but Child's, uh, but Bride of Chucky rather is the one that really revitalized the, the franchise and made it so that we can still be enjoying it today in 2022. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is what uh, Don Mancini had uh, to say about a post scream world. 
Uh, he said work uh, b- began on the film in 96 with the working title titled Child's Play for Bride of Chucky. Inspired by the release of Scream, Mancini said, like most genres, the horror genre goes in cycles. And I think we can thank Kevin Williamson and Scream for reinvigorating the market. Over the years, I had been imagining new scenarios for the series. Uh, With his previous successes, we knew it was just a matter of time before we'd be bringing Chucky back. And David Kirshner, who was a producer on there, uh, he said, and I both felt that it was important to bring back in a new way. We wanted to elevate the series and reinvent it, go beyond what we'd done before. And uh, what we've ended up with is incredibly part horror, part comedy, part romance, and part road movie. And so when I read that, I didn't consider this a, a road movie, but it kind of really, it kind of is. They're going yeah. somewhere, you know, they're yeah. just not singing, moving right along from the Muppets, you know, <laughs> or Holiday Road. But- yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he said it's really cool uh, blend of uh, genuinely creepy and really funny stuff. So so he he acknowledges this is a post-Scream world. So Scream affected more than Scream, affected even this doll movie. Yeah, I mean, you had Halloween H2O, you had The Faculty, you, and then Bride of Chucky. You had all these mm-hmm. very specific urban legend. You had all these very specific types of horror movies from 1996 until about Saw came out. Everything yeah. from 1996 to 2004 was somehow a scream meta type movie if you were a slasher i think you had some ghost movies in there at some point mm-hmm. but pretty much in, from scream to saw it was its own genre of and just I'll, self-aware i was i was gonna say uh did you find chucky scary at all oh, like absolutely from a child- yeah yes he was terrifying and i watched child's play three i watched all the child's plays before I being able to watch them on DVD or VHS or whatever, you I caught watched them on USA. What USA on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon, seeing those, seeing a Mr. Bucket commercial in between the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was, it was a lot. Yeah, you watch those edited versions where everything's cut out. But I watched Child's Play three first, then Child's Play two, then went back and finally got to watch Child's Play one, mm-hmm. and. When you go back and watch that, though, those first three, Child's Play 2 is the best. Child's Play 1 is a very dark movie. It's very serious. It's super serious. And you're supposed to, like, take this killer doll Mm -hmm. as the most terrifying, threatening thing ever. And it it worked. I was terrified of Chucky. Were, Were you scared of Chucky? Not really, but I I also, to me, it's like that thing of who's scared of a doll. And it, this is not me being, I was, oh, I wasn't scared. It just, that's not the thing that scared me, you know? But I, I will say, uh, producer wife and I, this is why I asked the question. Uh, we're, we're handing out candy for Halloween. And uh, her favorite franchise is Child's Play, Chucky. So mm-hmm. and here in our, our, our toy horror room, there's a whole wall that you can't see, Gavin, but it's all Chucky stuff. And uh, I got her a talking Chucky doll. And you get you turn the switch and it's motion activated. The head moves and stuff. So she thought it'd be uh, fun. We're handing out candy. She just has the doll on her lap, uh, and we you know you turn it on when kids come up and he talks. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least three kids, very young kids, wouldn't come up for candy because Chucky was on the porch. Yeah, Chucky is terrifying to kids and to the same size year olds. Yeah. Yeah. Same size. I remember freaking out because uh-huh. we went to we were, we were at the mall. Bride of Chucky had just come out and they had a stitch face Chucky and a Spencer's gifts. Mm-hmm. And I started crying. <laughs> I was like nine or ten just crying 
because I did not want to be, I, I didn't want this Chucky to get me. Mm-hmm. I didn't want him to get me. Now, the, now, but like, don't you wish you could go back then as a guy, you, you, you and I are the same and that we collect horror stuff, mainly like figures and stuff and just go back to Spencer's in 1996 and buy all that shit that now we pay double and triple and quadruple the price for. Oh yeah. I've got like a Chucky action figure behind me. I've got all kinds of like Freddy Krueger aliens mm-hmm. everywhere. Like I love like my entire office that, that we, I record this podcast in is just the most macabre stuff. Yeah. It's just a horror everywhere. I'm just constantly, I, I, I fall asleep during horror movies now and it, cause it, I, I just yeah. love it so much. But yeah, 11 year old Gavin, though, was freaked the fuck out <laughs> by that Chuck. It wasn't even like one of the good ones because you can get like the really high end Chucky mm-hmm. dolls. But then there are some that look like straight up shit. Yeah. And you're like, this is not this kind of resembles him. <laughs> but also the kid from Problem Child. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is. Uh, did Charles Lee Ray put his soul into a Dennis the Menace? What is <laughs> uh, but, well, Mr. Yeah. Wilson? Where this movie, uh, directed by Ronnie Yu, who also uh, famously directed Freddy versus Jason, which I'm sure is a movie we will cover in the future. Yeah, even. and that's that was like his big help getting him the role for Freddy versus Jason was he did Bride of Chucky, mm-hmm. and he wanted to do for Freddy versus Jason what he did to the Chucky franchise, in kind of putting some more spark into and giving it life, mm-hmm. which I think he did. I think Freddy versus Jason is a fine movie. But it it's definitely fun. It's fun the yeah. same way Bride of Chucky is. I don't I don't come I don't come in the movie wanting to like uh, be blown away. It's just a fun watch to have on in the background. Yes. And there are I, and as we get into it, there are some shortcomings in this movie. I think the leads are kind of bland. It has Catherine Heigl in it, mm-hmm. who from from all accounts, everything I've ever heard is that she is the absolute worst. Oh, yeah. Is that true? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if it is still today, but I know that famously Seth Rogen hates her mm-hmm. after she was in Knocked Up. I know that uh, this may surprise some of you. I am a big Grey's Anatomy fan. <laughs> uh, the pandemic did a, did a lot of weird things to a lot of us. And one yeah. of my weird things was I watched all seasons of Grey's Anatomy. And she was uh, Dr. Izzy Stevens on Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. And she won an Emmy for it. And then I think she walked back and said, like, I don't deserve this Emmy because the writing is garbage or something. And like the next year, like withdrew her name for the nomination. So she's very dramatic. She's very diva. And I think she tries to disavow being in this Chucky movie. She's not yeah. doing the convention circuit. <laughs> she, she's not signing your Chucky dolls, anything like that. We'll we'll see you when stuff goes bad at the conventions. Catherine. <laughs> uh, like, oh, Catherine Heigl, what are you doing here? Uh, <laughs> how the turntables. Also, what a testament to her acting if the writing is shit. Like <laughs> that's that's a, that's a testament to how good of an actor you are that you turn shit into an Emmy. So yeah, but uh, but she doesn't do a great job in Bride of Chucky because the the human characters in this play second fiddle to Chucky and Tiffany. This movie, of course, introduces Tiffany Valentine, mm-hmm. who will who would go on to become one of the main staples. So let's get it. Do you want to just get into it? Yeah, well, uh, October 16th, 1998, I misspoke uh, earlier. 98 is when this movie came out. Budget of $25 million. Box office came in at $50 million. And I also just want to put in, put in perspective here, uh, Gavi, that uh, the whole franchise, I think the number, I'm scrolling through my notes, the whole franchise in, in, in total has made $250 million. 
Nice. Or no, $182 million worldwide. Less so, nice, but yes. nice. No, I'm looking at it. It's 250. <laughs> I was getting my numbers wrong. Nice. That, nice. <laughs> That's how well prepared I am. It's made $69. <laughs> nice. Something. Uh, but yeah, we get the we start out this movie at the evidence locker and we see uh nods to all the the horror franchises, uh, with the mask and and the chainsaw and stuff like that. And, and I'm wondering, obviously the movie was made so you can get away with it, but I didn't know the legalities of putting a Michael Myers mask in a, in a Chucky movie, you know? I think the Michael Myers mask was different enough where it, where you could do it as a parody. It was William the- Shatner with the sunscreen <laughs> on. That's who that was. <laughs> we found the original one. And I know a lot of people don't, don't know this, but the original Halloween mask was a William Shatner what? mask. I know we talked about it way back in episode one, and I know a lot of people learned that for the first time. It's never mm. been talked about. Yeah. But they actually used um, a different <laughs> William Shatner character for this one. Oh, it's dang. actually his character from uh, Twilight Zone okay. uh, that, that, that they used for this instead of the... TJ Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, uh, I did love I did love that. And that kind of establishes right off the bat that this is a different Chucky movie. Yeah. And, and it's uh, the, what I read, too. This also takes place right after the third one. I think they said a month after the third one. Really? So it, and in the timeline, it's like eight years from Chucky three to Trials Play three to this one. But there, I think they're saying it happens a month after that third one. See, I've never heard that there's like an actual timeline of it. Yeah. But I. But theoretically, it could because it does feel I mean, it, it is a 90s movie. So dig through the ditches and slay like it's <laughs> the soundtrack is good, but it's also very 90s. Yeah. But uh, so Tiffany Valentine calls this cop who is going to dig the evidence, dig, dig through the ditches and, and dig some <laughs> evidence <delicious>. lockers. <laughs> but uh, he gets, he looks in a bag. He meets her in a dark alleyway in a parking garage type uh, situation. Um, she cuts his throat mm-hmm. and we get to see Chucky's sawed up face because this is the doll that was chewed up in the fan at the end of Child's Play 3. And the thing is, I don't even remember. I know there's a military school, but I don't remember the fan. So I'm glad you, you know, had to, you mentioned that. The only thing that I remember from Child's Play 3 really are the military school and the ending at that carnival where mm-hmm. it's it's like a pick up and move carnival that you would see in, in a town. But it has the most elaborate rides that are super unsafe. But yeah, Chucky does get thrown into a fan, gets chopped up, which is why the doll is so mangled Okay, in this one. Uh, and then she, uh, what is it? Uh, vo- it's voodoo for dummies. She pulls out the book and there, there you go. Your first horror no- or your humor nod is, oh, there's voodoo for dummies. And it just has the same spell that Charles Lee Ray used. Yeah. And I do, I, I do really love that sequence after she gets it all where it's a uh, living dead girl by Rob Zombie mm-hmm. and she's sewing the doll together. That that's a very cool sequence of her making the monster. Oh, and she lives in, a, in an Airstream trailer that I'm sure you and I couldn't afford. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the, how pricey those trailers are, but uh, if you see one on the highway, just know that uh, the person driving it's got some money. Yeah, this is back in 98 when living in a trailer was a sign of poverty and not the sign of a travel blogger. Yeah, well, she lives in like a nice trailer, and then she kind of lives in a trailer park where the, st- the rest of the stuff is not as nice. But uh, d- does it say what she does for a job? 
I think she just kills people. I think I don't know you can why. Make I don't money think... doing that? Yeah, because you, you rob the bodies. Yeah, I, I, but this is not Red Dead Redemption. I don't... <laughs> just scrounge through a dead body after i've killed it oh i found four thousand dollars in a lot of cash bucko (laughs) buck buckaroo uh buckaroo yeah it doesn't say but clearly she's like she's okay with killing this cop and uh and then later the uh the goth guy should just uh fall asleep next to a dead guy in her own bed yeah, and later on in the Chucky TV series, it is established that Chucky and Tiffany did kill people together. So okay. while it's not saying in this little movie, Bonnie and Clyde, little, little, little Bonnie and Clyde. So they were together for a long time and did kill people together, mm-hmm. established in the first season of the Chucky TV series last year. But you, like you mentioned, the voodoo for dummies, uh, she makes that spell look so much easier. And does it so quick. And in yeah. Child's Play 1, 2, and 3, he there's a lot more lines. He, <laughs> she found, like, the cliff note version. She, yeah. she cut out all the fat. She's like, Awe, do a Dembala. Give me the power, <laughs> I beg of you. Arise. And they're like, oh, that's it? He could have yeah. been an Andy, like, <laughs> four movies ago. Yeah, if he just had the uh, the short version. And, and Jennifer Tilly, uh, just that you can't not, like, her voice is just iconic at this point you know she's bonnie from uh family guy but you can't not hear that voice and just it's smooth it's like she could yeah. be a dj you know and what's so cool about jennifer tilly is that she was an oscar nominated actress but she is so down and so supportive of this schlocky doll series mm-hmm. and that is so cool when people don't take themselves so seriously because like we mentioned with Catherine heigl people will do horror early in their career and then spend the whole time trying to distance themselves. Like, okay, whatever. But I love looking at he, you, Kevin Bacon. No, that's he's done horror movies since then. But uh, <laughs> he did a he did the Tremors. He did Tremors, and I he, think he's going back for a Tremors TV series. Or he something. did they them. He did uh, you should have left w- by now or whatever that movie's called. So yeah, I didn't see they them. I didn't but, either. <laughs> but he's in it. Yeah, he is they and it. them. He's in it. <laughs> But yeah, so it's cool when somebody's really down to like embrace being in horror and not like ashamed of it. Oh, yeah. yeah this wasn't a uh, for some people. This feels like it was a gig to get to the next gig. Yeah. But other people. Yeah. I'll take pictures. I'll have Tiffany in my house and just post her on Instagram, you know, and I'll still be playing and I'll still be playing her 24 years later. Yeah. And also have not aged a bit. So, yeah. Jim Tilly, season two, she's still looking real good and just um, she has amazing chemistry with Brad Dorf, who plays Chucky. Mm-hmm. And that would have this movie would not be half as good if they were not able to play off each other as well as they do. And some of the the notes that I read, it's uh, they were saying like they had like genuine moments in the voiceover booths and stuff of like really playing into the characters and having moments where they were crying. And and so so like they made it a real relationship. Yeah, they 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 really had the, a really good relationship and really good improv skills, because mm-hmm. one of the lines that that will talk, talk about later in the movie is actually improvised. And it's one of the most iconic lines in this. Mm-hmm. But. You have her bringing Chucky back to life and the the we have to also meet the main characters of Jesse and Jade, two high school lovers who are starstruck. Uh, John Ritter plays a police officer who wants to keep them apart. She, she plays the her, uncle, the uncle. She they wants to keep them apart. He uses the police force to like do that. There's a guy named Needlenose who pulls him over in the rain. So, and 
that's where the story stories kind of meet and how they kind of get crossed because Jesse lives in the trailer park with Tiffany. Yeah. And, and Tiff's trying to put the, I don't know if she's trying to put the moves on him, but she's definitely using the moves to get what she wants. Yeah. But at this point, Tiffany is still a human. Mm -hmm. She brings Chucky back to life successfully. Tiffany has a boyfriend named Damien who she wants him to kill somebody so they can finally get laid. He's like, mm -hmm. look, I killed somebody. Look. And she's like, that's makeup. That's not real. Yeah. And that is when you got to put that pussy on the pedestal. When you're like, <laughs> I will commit murder for this. I will yeah. commit murder. Yeah. I, uh, I love my wife, but uh, I don't know if I would commit murder. Yeah. Not that I have, uh, not that I would anymore. I should say you're like, I got it on lock now. She can't go nowhere. I made her an accessory. So if she's <laughs> going down, uh, then I'll go down with her and vice versa. So she knows where the bodies are. But yeah, this guy's clearly like trying hard to be hard and he's not like, but also yeah. who, who wants to kill somebody for somebody else for fun? That's not fun. Like. Then don't again, be we with that person. Then again, we don't know. We 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 don't know the minds of the serial killer couples. Maybe that is their date night. You and your wife watch Netflix. Me and my girlfriend watch Hulu. Yeah, and you Netflix kill. and chill. They Netflix and kill. That's what. Yeah. They oh, look at you with that wordplay. Look <laughs> at you. That's why they give you that money to tell to do your little skits. That's why I make the no bucks, baby. Woo. Uh, but but yeah. Is, so Chucky is still playing the doll version at this point, and she's going to sleep with Damien. She hangs up to the bed and she puts uh, Chucky on him. Chucky spins his head around and in exorcist style and kills this guy. And I love this very casual moment of Chucky pulling this guy's lip ring out, blood going everywhere, then suffocating with a pillow and just sitting there and saying, hi. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love him being like, hi. You look good, Tiff. <laughs> and also like the uh, animatronics, the ro robotery. The uh, puppetry. Of puppet, the there we go. And yeah. this movie looks really good. Like it's always kind of looked good anyway. But in this one, especially like it's uh, the the facial expressions of the dolls and stuff look really good. And we have to talk about it. I know we kind of mentioned it with, with, the, with the stitch face. But this is one of Chucky's most iconic looks, if not his most iconic look. Being seeing as he was stitched together from the previous movie, you've got the stitches like almost like a Frankenstein style to mm -hmm. him, and we, we, which is a nice nod considering this is called the Bride of Chucky. Yeah, obviously a nod to the Bride of Frankenstein, and I love Stitch Face Chucky. Now, did, did do you like this design? Yeah, I do. I I don't think there's one that I. I hate of out of all the Chucky designs. I think he from top to bottom, he looks pretty good. And then in the later in the series, you get the multiple Chucky's, which are really cool too. spoiler yeah. alert for no, anybody that's not seen that, but uh, yeah, I, th I think just Chucky uh, in general looks pretty cool. Cause it's uh, you know, he can, it's that toy story thing where he can blend in and be a toy. Yeah. But, uh, little do you know, he's looking to kill. Yeah. So after he kills Damien, He's kind of flirting with, with Tiffany and she's like, you were going to ask me to marry you the night you got shot. He's like, I wasn't going to marry you. <laughs> and this is where he kind of gets his balls taken away because she throws him in a playpen and locks him under like a cabinet. Yeah. Which is like a table, you, yeah. Which is why you weren't probably afraid of him. 
yeah, uh, you know, I, as speaking from a, a place where I was locked in a little cabinet my whole life. No, uh, <laughs> I can are relate. You, are you the boy who lived? That's Is true. That I am. <laughs> uh, and it's it, yeah, locked in like a, a little cage, like a pretty much a playpen. Um, and it just reminded me like when he's mad at her reminded like the first time you see Chucky speak in child's play, which is often quoted around uh, Casa de Brent. But uh, when when she's like, I'm going to throw you in the fire if you don't talk. And he's like, you filthy slut, you fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> like we just will say that like around the house if we're mad. You like, said that to mad. me on, on like you said that to me before we were like driving a show. You're like, you fucking bitch, you, you, slut. you slut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you were gonna throw me in the fire. So, but yeah, <laughs> him right, being angry at her, and and that's also like the, the last thing he'd want around is a Chucky doll that's possessed. Like, get yeah. rid of this thing. Yeah, because I mean, you brought him back, and now you just have to deal with him. He didn't want to marry you. Yeah, uh, the night he got shot. So now you're like, well, what do I let him go? Because he's gonna kill you. Um, which he does because she tries to taunt him by getting a- another doll, like that's a lady doll, mm-hmm. that's like a bride, but the doll has like a ring on it, so he's able to like get out of the playpen and like escape. And he electric, and she's taking a bath, watching the Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Because this is a universal movie, universal monsters. That just works out for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the right clawfoot, clawfoot tub in the, the trailer. Yeah, but, that's a really nice airstream. <laughs> that's yeah. a really nice setup that they've got going there. Uh, and she, yeah, the, the, it's a, a cool thing. And then she's just laying lifeless in the tub. And, and then he casts a spell and she comes back and is trapped in the doll. And I did like the electrocution of him knocking the TV in the tub and her getting electrocuted because it, it's a reverse Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Lightning brought them to life, but lightning actually kills her or electricity rather kills her. And then he does the rules of voodoo are kind of out the window in this one. They kind of like reestablish like, oh, you can transfer souls just by pointing at them. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it, uh, it's also. She's she was dead and then was transferred, but then he was alive when he transferred his soul. Yes. Again, I this is a Godzilla movie. I don't care how you get to crushing buildings, just crush the buildings. Well, I find that you need to establish the continuity of the voodoo. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he does transfer Tiffany's soul into the doll, and this is when the movie becomes really fun because now we've got two killer dolls. You've got that great um that great scene was her like dying her hair mm-hmm. to blondie and getting bad. And somebody pointed out, they're like, I'm glad she had thigh high boots for this doll laying around the house. <laughs> That's true. You don't really think about that when you just have doll clothes laying around. <laughs> You're like, good. At least these are my size. If I ever get put into a doll, I want to make sure I've got some real nice shoes. You know, I've been prepping. I got a little, little hat and stuff for my doll. She, little, little she has the trailer decorated in dolls, right? Yeah, she has a lot of doll parts because she puts Chucky back together by by Frankensteining him. Yeah. And just, yeah, she's all these extra doll parts, which it that tracks. She seems like the kind of person that would like have doll parts everywhere. Yeah, I could see that for sure with her with her uh, goth boyfriend, you know? Yeah, so. I think I think Tiffany and baby Firefly would get along really well. Hey, because- poopy pants. <laughs> Because they had that that room in House of Thousand Corpses where it's like, yeah, we just they stapled them to the wall. Mm-hmm. Whatever, right? And it's like, oh, cool. You're you could be friends with Tiffany. Who do you think would win in a fight? Uh, Baby Firefly 
or uh, Tiffany humans. Ooh. I think it'd be baby firefly still. She seems pretty ruthless. Yeah. I think they baby firefly. I think what Tiffany does is she's like a stealth killer. Like mm-hmm. she likes to get up behind you and like cut your throat with, with her nail file. She lures them in with the with the goods a little bit, and then yeah, uh, she <laughs> yeah she she's I a black ima- widow. I just imagine both of them trying to lure each other in with their sex appeal and it not working. So yeah, just like smashing their boobs together, be like, "Do you like <laughs> this? Do you like it? Do you like it?" And like, <laughs> no, you like it more. You like it more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that now she's brought back and she's kind of pissed that now she's a doll. But what what are you gonna do now? They gotta uh. Get the amulet to transfer uh, Chucky's soul into somebody else, right? That's the plot. Yeah, which now it's like, okay, this amulet was never brought up before. Yeah. This is a thing that was not in the first child's play, and it's fine. I, I don't care. But it's mm-hmm. like, how convenient that we got to get this MacGuffin now. <laughs> uh, and then also, meanwhile, uh, we got we got the two teens trying to run off and uh, and be together finally, when, but John Ritter won't have any of it. Yeah, two, two's company. We don't like that around here. <laughs> Three's a crowd. Can't, can't do that. He He's like, if you want to see my daughter, you have to pretend to be their gay roommate. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this will work. But you do have the Jesse and Jade storyline. Tiffany calls Jesse and is like, hey, I'll give you one thousand American dollars to transport these dolls to Hackensack, New Jersey. Mm hmm. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And then he goes on this this thing about like how much he can do with this thousand dollars. And you're like, how much? How far do you think this is gonna stretch? Even in 1998, like we 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 can save for a house and pay for your college. Yeah. And it's like, no, you could put a a deposit down. Yeah, that's a thousand. Even you know, I know times is hard right now, but even back in the day, thousand dollars only gets you so much. Yeah, you you could probably get like first and last month's rent and then buy her one book for college or one of those fancy calculators and that's that's it yeah god forbid you take one of those classes that needs a a, an 80 dollar calculator that you won't use anywhere else you're like i never i had that did you have that calculator in college yeah the ti 83 or the graphing calculator what a racket that shit was yeah they just i i still have no idea how to graph on that goddamn thing no i don't and then it turns out a lot of the kids learned out how to learn how to play games on it so they just used it for like pong and tetris yeah 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 (laughs) Uh, but you could sell those on ebay for a good price can you Mm -hmm. okay the resale value that's i'm quitting this podcast i'm in the calculator reselling business yeah you're looking at the house that calculators built baby (laughs) And how much did I make doing it? Well, let me just grab one of my calculators <laughs> right there. Let me see how much graphing I got done. But so that's how the, the road trip aspect comes mm-hmm. is that just like, all right, fine. I'll, I, I want that thousand dollars to start our new life. And this is when the road trip movie kind of begins. Mm-hmm. And what uh, was the first kill is do they does John Ritter? He gets killed pretty early into the movie, right? Yeah, John Ritter gets killed early. Uh, the police officer is the first kill. Okay. And then John Ritter is uh, in the van trying to plant some marijuana yeah. in the van to pull them over so they can go to jail for 39 years for a, for a minor drug offense, probably. Uh, can we call John Ritter screen queen? He was in uh, It. He was in... Uh... This movie, any other horror movies that John Ritter was in? Um, I uh, Sling Blade is a horror of the human <laughs> soul. 
And uh, Bad Santa is also a horror movie. If you think I'm about on it. my fucking lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and the, the little kid from Bad Santa was the little kid from uh, uh, Trick or Treat. So, yeah, and, I, I, we can, and the dog from Poltergeist is the dog <laughs> from Goosebumps. So, yeah, John Ritter's a scream queen. We just did the yeah. math. On he, our wasn't a bu- he wasn't a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode as well. Okay. He played a robot. A robot. A robot. Uh, and, go ahead. Yeah. So you have the very, uh, I like the Tiffany and Chucky dialogue where they're talking about how to kill John Ritter. That's mm-hmm. very fun. Was it the, the the debate is, oh, let me just get him with the knife. And and that's one of the things the Chucky doll says that we have. Sometimes the classics never go out of style is what he's saying. Yes. And, and then he, go ahead. Well, then I was going to say John Ritter gets it in a uh, kind of creative way. Yeah. And I it took me a lot of rewatches to find out what they actually did because they, they, they take some nails. And they put it up on the dashboard mm-hmm. and then Chucky cuts the airbag and it, the airbag actually shoots nails into his face, which yeah. I had no idea what was happening for the most of my life until I realized, oh, it's the airbag going off. But would like wouldn't an airbag if that went off, wouldn't anybody who rides in that car be able, be able to like see that the airbag went off? <laughs> Probably. But in a movie where you can do voodoo with, 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 with a dummies book. Yeah. Also. Just have a you know a cup holder full of nails just right there. You know, as you do. Maybe he's he's on his way to a carpenter carpentry job, and he's like, just in case I run out of nails in my main toolkit, yeah. got some right here in my cup holder. Well, John Ritter, he he get he gets it with the nails, which is a kind of a callback to uh, uh, Pinhead. Yeah, and that's what Chuck even references, and this is where the meta humor comes in, where he's like, "Why does that look so familiar?" <laughs> And you're like, okay, it's Pinhead. Did we? Uh, we didn't talk about uh, Pinhead and and Hellraiser uh, as far as a series from front to back. I've only seen the first one, so I don't know if they've had reboots or anything. Um, they kind of rebooted it with this new one that came out on Hulu back in October. Okay. Um, the Hellraiser franchise is all over the place because the first four Hellraiser movies are Hellraiser movies. Mm-hmm. The first two are the best by far. And then three, they tried to make Pinhead more of a Freddy Krueger type character and may have made him like making jokes and stuff. Uh, Hellraiser 4 is in space. It's a whole thing. Uh-huh. He's one, he was one of the first ones to go to space alongside Leprechaun. And then um, f- uh, like five through like 12 or however many there are. I think we're up to 11 now. So like five through 10 are basically screenplays that were bought and then had Pinhead shoved in. Okay. So it's like, this is like Hellraiser Inferno is the fifth movie. It's kind of just like a crime noir movie, like Mm -hmm. a horror noir. And they're like, well, what if we made Pinhead fuck with this guy? And they're like, all right, Pinhead's in this now. And they did one called Hell World, which is like a World of Warcraft type movie where Mm -hmm. there's like a mix um, MMO with Hellraiser. They get very bad. They have some of the worst sequels in any franchise. So you're telling me it's not in the running for one of the best consecutive horror franchises. It is not. And even the last and then even the last two Hellraiser uh, Revelation and Judgment, Doug Bradley stopped being in them. Who plays Pinhead? He's like, I'm good. I will go do voiceovers for for professional wrestling (laughs) instead of this, which he did do. He's very involved with like professional wrestling. Well, he's it looks very much like Billy Corbin. 
who is also in into professional wrestling. So and Chucky also in wrestling. Chucky leading up to Bride of Chucky. Uh, he appeared on WCW. I remember that feuding with Rick Steiner, <laughs> which is so funny. The dog face gremlin. The dog face gremlin. So Chucky appeared on there building up to Halloween Havoc that year. And then what's cool is because Universal owns USA, Chucky has now come back into like the main canon of WWE. And he started feuding with Rick Steiner's son, Braun Breaker. So it's it's like it's so weird that Chucky and wrestling have continuity for decades. Yeah, it's very strange. And I and I I weirdly love it. Also, how are you going to have a match, a wrestling (laughs) match with this doll? And then you can't make it a mini like wrestling is as famous for like taking a a little person or a dwarf and making it a mini version of whoever. But you. Like, I can't just imagine somebody throwing around a, a mini wrestler dressed up as, as Chucky. That seems super dangerous. Well, Chucky actually killed a wrestler on season two of the show. Oh. Um, he killed Liv Morgan, who's a wrestler for the uh, she's a female wrestler for WWE. Mm-hmm. And she's a big Chucky fan. And there's like a meta moment on that show where she came on a Chucky talk show and was like talking to him. Mm-hmm. And he played a podcast thing back where she said she wanted to be killed by Chucky. And she's like, Chucky, I was just kidding. And then she gets killed by Chucky. Okay. So, so Chucky, if he gets in a wrestling ring, he will stab you. That's his finishing move. He will he will stab <laughs> you to death. And then that's it. And then you will yeah. be pinned. The classics never go out of style. They do not. Says. They do not. But yeah, Chucky and wrestling is such a weird thing that I love. It, it's <laughs> so fun. Uh, well, and then we also, uh, the, the cop, the other cop gets it in the parking lot. And that's... I don't remember how he gets killed. Was it just a, he gets stabbed or something? No, the cop in the parking oh, lot. Oh, no. Yeah, it, he gets blown up. Yeah, he, he gets blown up because they, they, they stick a shirt in the gas <laughs> tank and light it on fire. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we also left out the gay friend. There is uh, Gordon Michael Wolvett, according to me. He plays David, who is like their who's who's their gay friend. Mm-hmm. And you didn't see a lot of gay people or representation in 1998. Uh, Don no. Mancini. Don Mancini is a gay man himself. What? What? <laughs> the maker of Chucky, and it's it's very obvious now because there's a lot of cool, even with like Seed of Chucky and all the LGBTQ themes of like gender queerness mm-hmm. in that movie. Again, in 2004, the the Chucky series is so ahead of its time mm-hmm. in so many aspects. That it's it's crazy that looking back, you're like, yeah, we remember Seed of Chucky being, which, which is a sequel to this one. But we're like, Seed of Chucky was kind of stupid. It kind of sucked as a movie. And now you look back and we're like, holy shit, this is about like gender queerness and like yeah. gender fluidity and like what? And like people being trans and mm-hmm. like what? What the fuck? And this is in the Killer Doll movie? What? How did this happen? Well, even the the, uh, the goth boyfriend is played by Alexis Arquette, who is a trans uh, person. I don't know if she was back then, but I don't think she was there yet. She yeah. she has passed away since mm-hmm. then, sadly. But it's it's weird because I, I regularly say with the Chucky TV series, I know this is about Brad Brad Chucky, but I do love the Chucky TV series. But I I, reg- I tweeted out I was like, it's so weird that the that some of the best LGBTQ representation on TV is in the fucking killer doll franchise. <laughs> like that, that's so weird. That's yeah. so weird. I love it though. Well, then it, it, uh, it actually, you, you, when you figured out that representation matters and people f- 
tend to feel more comfortable in their own skin when they see somebody like themselves. Yeah, on TV. Was, in a recent episode of the Chucky TV series, I know this uh, the the series will be wrapped up by or the season will be wrapped up by the time this airs. But there's there's an episode where you've got Glenn and Glinda coming back and like correcting pronouns and going on this thing about like pronouns and how it matters. And it's like, mm. what? This is, <laughs> what? This is how is... we're getting our education from the, 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 the baby of two dolls. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephanie, who, who's a professor, she's like, I could use this in my classes. <laughs> I was like, why? What? Yeah, yeah. This world is crazy. I, I just say, keep it out of my whore. That's what I say. Listen, I say they made Adam and Eve, not Adam and, <laughs> and Glenda and, and shit face. <laughs> yeah. Whore has never been uh, a reflection of society. It's never, you know what? I love that. There's never anything sexual about any kind of horror movies at all. It's all just so straight. There's never any queer themes or anything. It's just no. hetero nonstop. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, yeah, so the cop gets uh, blown up in the car, and then uh, <laughs> we're we're on our our road trip movie, and then we get to the hotel. I think I think we're I'm not skipping ahead. No, we're, no, I think we're yes, we're just going. That's like Holiday Row. Yeah, they get married. We didn't. Like Which a, I don't know the legality because I think she's still seventeen. So yeah, she marries okay. this guy who is like nineteen or twenty or whatever, and the and this chapel's like whatever you want to get man it was 98 it's 98 different times back then was she 17 or 18 she, she is, john ritter says once you're 18 you can do whatever you want right yes but so she has to be at least 16 or 17 and that is too young to get married i remember uh i grew up very religious mm -hmm. so to be growing up religious the only way you could have sex is to get married anything yeah. outside of that was wrong. So I remember growing up being like, I'm going to turn 18. I'm going to get married so fast mm -hmm. so I can get laid. And then I didn't. <laughs> and then I did not. You didn't get married or get laid. I didn't neither. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It did. That did not happen until I was 21 to a girl I was not married to. Uh, Michael Myers was 21 and he didn't <laughs> lose his virginity till I don't think ever, but uh, we don't know what he did in Smith's Grove. We don't yeah. know. They hey, being he on the inside changes a man. <laughs> they said he didn't say a word. They didn't say he didn't let out some moans. Okay? You know, he didn't, you know, it's very possible that he uh, would nut and run. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you hear that, if, if you hear bing, 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 you're like, oh no, he's fucking. There's a sock oh, on no. the door. Yeah, There's a sock on the door. You get away. <laughs> Do you think he, Michael Myers wears his mask when he fucks? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, he does. He's like, I can't get off unless I'm sweating in this mask. <laughs> yeah, you thought I breathed heavy before. <laughs> he's just exhausted. The mask stays on, babe. <laughs> Actually, can I put on Bob's glasses just yeah. to feel a little safer and a sheet? Uh, but. They get married and then they're in the hotel and we get another couple bust in the room saying, oh, this was our suite. Yeah. And they uh, rob them and they're like trying to swing a little bit. And they're like, I think we saw an upside down pineapple on your door. Uh, we, <laughs> we'd like to swing with you. Uh, they, they rob them and Chucky and Tiffany see this and they kill this couple in a very cool way by yeah. uh, they have a mirror on the ceiling and they throw a bottle up there and kill them that way. And then speaking of sex, we, we, we can joke and wonder about how Michael Myers 
nuts and runs in his mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we see Chucky and Tiffany. He's he lays some pipe. Yeah, my man. man, my man, <laughs> my man. Uh, the uh, sex and it's a. I don't remember if Team America came out before this movie or vice versa, but there to me the scenes are are very similar and that is dolls fucking. So Team America K came out I think in two thousand four. So that's this true. Is, yeah. So this was about six years prior. Uh, because 9-11 hadn't happened yet. That's true. Yeah, you needed 9-11 to happen for that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's such a weird thing to say. But without 9-11, we wouldn't have Team America. Team World America, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just the and I, I think that maybe that's what you're talking about when uh, you're saying Brad Dourif and uh, Jennifer Tilly uh, were good at it. Yeah. Improvising. Was that what you're talking about with? Yeah. They recorded some uh, uh, like all yes. the noises and stuff. And they also improvise the line. Do you have a rubber? And he goes, mm-hmm. do I have a rubber? I'm made of rubber. Yeah. Yeah. So that, uh, that was improvised. And that, that which foreshadows the, uh, the end of this movie, which, which yeah. you thought it couldn't go uh, any more absurd before. Just wait, just wait. And, we, and, we've, and we've talked about it. There's a movie called seed of Chucky. Yeah. But they have the sex and the puppeteers and like behind the scenes documentaries are like, yeah, we had to make the puppets French kiss. <laughs> so we had to like give them tongues that would like dart out and like lick each other. And they're like, yeah, this felt weird. This felt <laughs> everybody's. And there's like seven people. There's like seven puppeteers for every Chucky or Tiffany. So mm-hmm. just the scene of seven puppeteers who went to school for this, just like, all right, Keith, we, we need you to work the tongue a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get in there with the with the tongue. Um I had some uh, a note about the dolls. Go ahead. Oh, uh, each doll uh, required seven puppeteers to manipulate a computer playback operator, a puppet coordinator to act as a liaison between the operators and the director. Three puppeteers handled the movement of each doll's facial features, which were uh, re- relayed through the use of radio-controlled transmitters. All the dolls' other uh, below-the-head movements were... Uh, cable operated by the rest of the puppeteers the doll's skin featured a combination of silicone and foam latex unlike the previous child's play films where the dolls were only made of foam latex a material that had to be painted in a way that wouldn't reflect all the light oh so seven seven and i i read earlier that some of it required more puppeteers but it's i imagine like seven people working on the same doll is like when you see those viral videos of like five pl- people playing the same guitar yeah. <laughs> and you're like, that's a lot of people in that little space right there. You know, a, like it's, it's a lot of people in a little space and so much coordination that mm-hmm. I would not have the patience for. Cause if no. one person, if one person like messes up, you're like, Jim, you blew the shot. Okay. Yeah. We got a, you got a tongue left to right, not right to left. Then yeah. it's, it's amateur hour out here. Uh-huh. I you're can't work puppet, in these conditions. You're making the puppet coordinator pull his hair out over here. <laughs> also, puppet coordinator. I thought we just called that Congress. Am I right? <laughs> Got <laughs> Where do we go after the the hotel? Don't they that they see on the uh, on the news they had to get going? Right, something happens. Yeah, they, yeah, they get on the news because they're suspected of murder, of blowing up needle nose the cop in the parking lot. David sees this, calls them, and meets up with them. And this is through this sequence, 
uh, Chucky and Tiffany reveal themselves like Toy Story characters. Mm -hmm. And they're like, freeze. David freaks out and gets Final Destination by a truck, which was was a really shocking death. And it happened before Final Destination. Yeah, this movie was way ahead of its time. Before 9-11, before log trucks, all that stuff. (laughs) Free Team America World Police. (laughs) pre-pronouns it was a different time in 1998 (laughs) let me tell you for a movie that was ahead of its time yeah uh then they they get the uh the old couple in the rv that's a kind of an off-screen kill yeah and Uh, there's there's this whole thing this whole subplot of like domesticating chucky and is chucky gonna be a good husband is (laughs) tiffany gonna be a good wife tiffany idolizes martha stewart and the Martha Stewart references in this were so timely. They were so <laughs> back before she smoked weed with the Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And yeah, she says, uh, Martha Stewart can kiss my shiny plastic butt. <laughs> and that they get that's how they turn the two dolls against each other. Because saying, oh, Chucky doesn't appreciate what Tiffany does. And she's back there washing the dishes and stuff. And I can't like Chucky's the kind of guy that's never even rinsed a plate off. Yeah. Like and, just and, for just go rinse it off. Don't even wash it, but just make sure it's easy to clean later. Yeah. I'm bad about doing the dishes. It's like the thing I'm the worst about doing. Like I try to rinse it off enough, mm-hmm. but just something about wet food. Just, I don't, I don't, if wet food touches me, I would rather watch the exorcist a thousand times in a row than have wet food touch me once. Like, I don't want to do it. I, 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 my body cannot handle it. I don't yeah. like being dirty. I don't like feeling wet food. That's why I can never work in like a kitchen. It's not for me. So I get Chucky in that regard. What if it's a wet food? Like you're eating that you don't, you don't like soup. I like soup, but it's just the it's it's weird it's like when water touches it it becomes like soggier even though it's soup it's like Mm -hmm. i don't want to yeah just i spent mm. many years working in a uh, kitchen and a hospital doing the dishes so i i'm no stranger to wet uh wet uh dinner rolls and all that that's how you can you can really throw them if you wet it down a little bit and hit somebody (laughs) else with it we had a softball game after the shift. We're like, ah, bring some of them wet dinner rolls. We used to take the creamer off a patient's tray that they weren't using and uh, squeeze the creamer from the bottom and squirt it out. And guess what it looks like when you squeeze the cream? I don't know what, what it looked like. It looked like the, when Chucky did it to Tiffany. Oh, it looks like the jism. You would just walk up and do it in somebody's face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, still, I'm friends with those guys still, so it's all right. <laughs> We're all right. I mean, <laughs> those guys are all right. I haven't. They don't return my calls, but they're all I, right. I mean, when you cream a guy's face for fun, you better call <laughs> yeah. the next day. Yeah, you got to. You got to. It's respect. But yeah, using this idea of like Chucky not helping Tiffany and Tiffany not being a good housekeeper, mm-hmm. like turning that because they they're a volatile couple. They they clearly are very. Uh, they're a toxic relationship. They should yeah. not be idolized. Take down your tumblers <laughs> saying like, I want to love like this. You do not. It's abusive. No. It's not okay. They're the kind of pe- like people on the block that you could just hear fighting all the time. And eventually <laughs> you just, you just either it's like, it's like nothing is happening 
or you're just like, yeah, that's Chuck and Tiff down there. That's what they do. They'll be fucking in 20 minutes. I lived on one of those blocks where one night on Valentine's Day, me and a date I had over, nice. we just we just watched. Yeah, we watched <laughs> a couple fight on their porch. And I was like, well, I hope you like that Italian dinner we went to. Yeah. Hey, thanks for providing the entertainment. <laughs> it is fun that. to not. Uh, and I'm not saying eavesdrop because how can you eavesdrop on two people yelling? It's just I'm in the vicinity <laughs> of your voice. But uh, sometimes funniest... it's fun to listen to them fight. But then also you're like, OK, this is enough, guys. Let's not. Yeah, it it's never funny because clearly they did not lie like each other. And it was a, a, the police did get called. But to tell you how loud they were yelling, the girl I was seeing at the time on this Valentine's Day, we, we don't want to watch anything romantic. So she's like, let's watch Predator. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and we're watching Predator turn all the way up and we could hear them yelling over mini gunfire. Oh, yeah. My God. It's like, OK, I can't hear Jesse Ventura say if it bleeds, we can kill it. I ain't got fighting. time to bleed. <laughs> Uh, but uh, th so we go from the, them trying to be d domesticated. And then is that cut to the graveyard, right, Gavin? Yeah, they, they do make it to the graveyard because they have to dig up his body to get mm -hmm. the heart of Dambala, this mm -hmm. uh, amulet that is now very important to the series. That, yeah, nobody's heard of till then. But again, it's just get to the dolls. So well, that's a way the, to get to the dolls. And yeah, the, the ending feels a little rushed. You have like a puppet fight or you have the doll fight, which is fun mm -hmm. where they get like shovels and hit each other. <laughs> and it's done from like a top-down view where it's clearly little people mm -hmm. in uh costumes like running and hitting people with shovels so that's fun uh tiffany also gets burned because he kicks her in the oven uh in the rv so yeah. tiffany's burned at this point they they flip the rv and yeah they conveniently flip the rv next to the cemetery where they shoot the medical examiner because they had to dig up his body because the fingerprints at the scene of the crime were charles lee ray's and they're like, what is happening with this? So that's how they had to dig up the body to begin with. Also, the biggest goddamn grave I've ever seen in a movie. Like you could, <laughs> it's not just like they're digging down to get the coffin out of what they're just like, this is like a 10 by 10 foot hole that they're digging. And I don't know what the rules are for burying like convicted murderers, but he's wearing the same clothes the night he got shot in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck this guy put him in the hole <laughs> so i don't know if they're like oh he's fucking dead all right let's dig the hole put him in there we're not changing anything i don't know if that's a costume i'm just not i don't know about, but yeah i think put him that's in the the hole. yeah Who gives a shit <laughs> Yeah, let's just have him in the same same stuff that he died in. That I like that. Let's keep that. Yeah, let's keep that indeed. Uh, yeah, and then we get the like they get the amulet, right? And yeah, then, uh, he's trying to do the spell, and then he gets shot. He stabs Tiffany. He stabs her with a knife, and that's when you know it's over. Like that's when I was hoping those two crazy kids would make it, but when he's stabbing her in her doll body and says, "Get off my knife," you're like, they're not gonna make it. Yeah, right? they're going to get divorced and they're not going to they're not going to have their fairytale ending. Sadly, there are some relationships that'll be like, he stabbed me. That means he really loves me. It, it means he wants me to stay. Run. And uh, yeah. And, and we joke a lot. No, on the not show. just run. But if you're in, if, if you're here, if you're in a relationship where you're like, if you think him stabbing you is love, please seek some help. Yeah, because uh, that. that, it's not OK. Not OK at all. 
But now back to this killer doll movie at that <laughs> moment of levity. <laughs> yeah, uh, he stabs Tiffany and then he gets gunned down. Basically, he gets mm-hmm. shot with a gun. And then but then uh, one of the things that he said, the doll we have here says, uh, it's, I'll be back. I'll I'll always be back, which, of yeah. course, you know, he's coming back. Yeah. And he has that line. You were saying, but dying is always such a bitch. Mm-hmm. So that's a fun little medicine off. And then he gets shot in. Uh, he gets shot as far as Chucky does go. Honestly, it's not one of the better ones. Getting shots kind of boring. I yeah. still think I think Child's Play 2 is still one of the best with him because he would factory. not go. He would not go down in that. And the, and the toy factory is by far the best third act location of any horror movie. I love that toy factory mm-hmm. sequence, but he would not go down. He got stapled. He got melted with plastic. They had to blow his head up. So mm-hmm. and even the fan death in Child's Play 3 was better. But shooting him is very direct and to the point and provides with plenty of sequel fodder. And then we've got the stinger, a real teaser for a next movie before after credit scene were a thing it's, it's part of the main movie and tiffany wakes up starts screaming and she gives birth to a child oh uh, how long what was that like they, they had sex the night before and now she's given birth to the baby the next day yes because uh i think they talk about it in seed of chucky like voodoo pregnancies are incredibly sped up oh shit that's you know i forgot about that yeah i had it here on the wall right here taped up to remind myself <laughs> and I, I just i didn't even think about that Damn, listen man. i love what i love about child's play in this series is that if you have a question like that like well where'd that baby come from and just <laughs> where how these two dolls make yeah. the babies Voodoo. also he says he's anatomically correct but i didn't see no good guy with no dick and then on the <laughs> other movies <laughs> but you can always explain it away with like it's voodoo yeah it's just it's voodoo or it's like that old thing where it's like a wizard did it. It's voodoo. Wizard. Oh. I like that the, he's anatomically correct. That means the people making these children's dolls thought, let's go ahead and throw a dick on them. I mean, the kids want to really want to reflect on who they are. Uh, let's yeah. throw some balls on. This. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Let's let's give uh, Tiffany a vagina and just. <laughs> Just in the off chance they're ever possessed by serial killers. And they we want, want to mate. To, <laughs> we're really thinking ahead, okay? Yeah. We're playing 40 chess we got here. <laughs> we got a very specific market that we're going after. But then we get, the we get uh you know, that stinger. Carrie's hand comes out of Tiffany's vagina <laughs> and gets the sheriff. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we get the baby popping out, and that's how the movie ends. Yeah, and it, it sets up very nicely for Seed of Chucky six years later. Um, going into Bride of Chucky, I don't think audiences were prepared for a child to be born. I yeah. mean, you, you could think about it maybe, especially especially after they get it on mm. with their ah, plastic. Ah, get it on. But it it really does. It, it goes to some weird, fun places, and I love this movie. I think Catherine Heigl as Jade, she's fine, I guess. I don't, she's not very convincing. The worst part about this are the main humans because mm-hmm. they're 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 kind of bland to me. They just had to be around to facilitate the dolls. Yeah, and you don't have to rewrite them super well. But man, this is a fun movie. I love watching this. Like it's one that I can put on in, in the background and look up periodically and know exactly where I am in the movie. I've seen mm-hmm. it so many times. Yeah, it's and it's quick. Like 
we're doing the recap, but I, I was thinking that I was missing something, but there, this is a shorter movie, 90 something minutes or whatever. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's in out very much like the sex scene, you know? Yeah. In out two pumps. <laughs> you out of here. That's my go-to move, baby in <laughs> and out. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I would, uh, do you want to just do the, the wrap up? Do you have a, the best kill? Um, I think best kill for me would probably be, I guess, I, I think David getting hit by the truck that's so unexpected. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite kill. Um, I think, uh, what about you? What is your favorite kill? Mine's going to be the mirror kill from above. And that's I'm sure one. there's another horror movie that's done something similar, but I've not seen it. So uh, and, the, the, the mirror kill for sure. Yeah. And what is your oh shit moment? Uh, the baby coming out because if you didn't know that like it was gonna come out at the end, like that's just a step. Like it's already have it's outlandish to have two dolls have sex, <laughs> and then on top of that, let's ha- let's give birth at the end, and now it's attack. It's already evil from the jump. Yeah, an attack. So it, it's it gotta be somebody, the baby. It killed the, somebody the first time, or the Tiffany the bathtub thing, but probably more so the baby. Yeah, I, I think the baby has to be the ocean moment because you're like, what the what? What is this yeah. movie doing? Yeah, it it was like one step more than we were prepared because like, okay, they're ma- they're dolls and they're married. When this initially came out, I I I heard the title Bride of Chucky, and as a however old I was when I was in 1998, was like, well, that sounds dumb. This it's like if you're not a horror fan, you might think this is dumb, you know? Yeah. But- uh. If you like this movie, what should people check out, Gavin? Uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one. Um, any other, any other, any of the other child's play movies? I think mm-hmm. are fun. Um, and I'd also recommend this is very specific, but it's specific for a reason. Uh, Puppet Master Three. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like the Puppet Master movies. I watched a lot of them this past Halloween season. Um, the first two are not that good and they're kind of boring. Puppet Master 3 is a super good movie mm-hmm. and they kind of take the approach of making the puppets the heroes uh, okay. because that's because that's, that's what we're watching. But Puppet Master 3 de- definitely also like the, the talking Tina episode from Twilight Zone. Yeah, uh, I would say the movie Dead Silence. OK, the, that, uh, that's ventriloquist movie. Um, and I would say that just the rest of the the Chucky franchise, because you know, some of them are even like word like direct to DVD, but that one was one of the better ones. Like they've making pretty solid movies. And if you are into like a, a story that has lore built into it, definitely mm-hmm. check out those. Yeah. Curse of Chucky is the one you're referring to and Cult of Chucky. And those are both very solid movies mm-hmm. that lead directly that really brought things back after seed of chucky people just thought it was too weird and couldn't get into it mm-hmm. but curse of chucky cult of chucky really did well enough on dvd and blu-ray and streaming that they're like oh we'll give chucky his own tv show which like i which if, if you can't tell i love the chucky tv mm-hmm. series and i'm so glad we have it and maybe the slappy episodes of goosebumps and you know yeah, i feel like doll, with your kids. All, doll stuff is all kind of similar yes and i know that sounds racist but I said what I said. <laughs> All <laughs> dolls look the same. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just I'm telling just, it like it is. I'm just saying that you've seen one Betty Weddy, then yeah. you've seen them all. You you put you put your hand up one of its asses. You put up your hand and the rest. I don't know. You tell uh, me. And, 
You put me in a room with American Girl Dolls collection, I'll be like, I can't tell one of these damn girls <laughs> apart from nobody. Which one's the deaf one? And Jeff Dunham. If you're a big Jeff Dunham fan, check him out, too. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear a man be racist through his puppets, then let me, boy, do I have some specials for you. Now, uh, this is where we disagree. But uh, <laughs> uh, Gavin, let's uh, let's wrap this up. That was uh, uh, Bride of Chucky. Do you know what we're going to watch next week? We are going to watch. We're doing a double feature. Mm-hmm. We're doing a double feature. We're going to venture into we, we we've done horror comedies. We've done horror. Now we're doing comedy horrors. Yeah, we're continuing we're do- the trend of not talking about horror as far <laughs> as we've done the monsters. Uh, that, but I think it's important to talk about these movies. And the, the, of course, we're talking about scary movie one and scary movie two. Yeah, we're doing a double feature because I think if we did one of them, it'd just be a very short episode. Yeah. So, and one and two are so similar because those are the ones done by the Wayans brothers. Mm-hmm. And they are they're kind of gross. I can't wait to talk about them. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's gonna be I think that's gonna be a fun episode to do. Um, also, be sure to review us on whatever you're, you're listening to us on. We are now on and we have been on uh, Stitcher. So if you're listening on Stitcher, uh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> had to do, do some troubleshooting to get us on there, but we are on there now. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We greatly appreciate reading all that you have to say. Uh, and we appreciate everybody that listens t- to this podcast. Tell, tell a friend about it because uh, we want to uh, be rich, I think. I think yeah, yeah, that's a goal. That's how we podcast space third step rich. So <laughs> profit. Uh, profit so gavin they're coming to get you and always remember we'll be back we always come back barbara they're coming to get you they're coming for you barbara they're coming to get you